Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's talk to Paul, shall we? Need the latest news and analysis on your green and gold? Well, we better call Paul. Green and Gold Analyst Paul Immig is brought to you by Sprinkler Fitters Local 183, protecting life and property in Wisconsin since 1906. For career opportunities, go to sprinklerfitters183.org. Paul Immig, our Green and Gold Analyst, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Hello, Paul. How are you doing today, buddy? Bill, good. Just before I came on, I, I was trying to get some inside info on Sunday's game. So I was talking to my ten-month-old kids about it, and there you go. they're not sure yet. They're not sure yet how it's going to go. It's up in the so, air. It's like pu- air, it's like you know? Puppy Bowl until they pick up the right popsicle. Nobody knows. <laughs> we should totally just do like a Puppy Bowl scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, is that good, man? How are you? I'm good. Is this a must-win game? Um, yeah, uh, pro- probably, Bill. Um. San Francisco's schedule, I'm sure you've looked at it, I'm sure you've talked about it. Yep. It's a lot more difficult than Green Bay's, for sure, right? You would agree? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A lot more a lot more difficult. So um, the Packers could theoretically lose, and San Francisco could go 2-3 and three or 3-2 three and two down the stretch and, um, you know, come out of it with Green Bay just as ahead. But I think, I think the looming problem and the reason why, after a brief thought, I, I said it is a must-win is because of the Vikings. You, you can't, you know, if you if you lose this game, Minnesota's on its bye. Um, you know, you go into a situation where you're you're not just looking up at at San Francisco. You're all of a sudden, you know, in that wild card. Like, you know, what if you're the five or the six, and you go from, you know, I, I, I think it's like a swing game. You know what I mean? If you win this, you are. I think a lot of people nationally would say, even agree that you are now the class of the NFC at this point in the season. doesn't mean that you're going to you know, go to the Super Bowl. No, not necessarily. But through this course of the year, I think you'd say the Packers went on Sunday on the road. They are, at least as of mid-November, the class of the NFC. You lose. Now you're, what, two games back from San Francisco. You're tied with Minnesota. And, you know, you're flirting with not even getting a, you know, a division, much less, you know, a bye in the first round. So, in terms of the way this can swing you in the NFC, I, I I I hesitate to usually say must win, Bill. But if this isn't, what is? So I'm I think I'm going to say it is a must win. Yeah, I uh, if you're going to win the NFC and have it run through Green Bay, this, in my opinion, is a must win game. I know people don't think that, but I I I do. I, I think that you've got to get. You've got to have that upper hand going towards the end of the season. Otherwise, you're trying to climb back up the hill of which you no longer have your destiny in your own hands, and that's always a tough thing to to do. Uh, so we were talking about mismatches yesterday and where the mismatches are. I think, obviously, uh, the, the glaring one is the mismatch between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo. Aaron Rodgers holds the cards hands down. Their defense yeah. is much better than the Packers' defense. Uh, so if we're going to go by quarterback play, it's going to be the defensive fronts against the offensive fronts. And the more I look at it, the Packers have really good tackles, but speed rush has killed this team all season long. This is going to be a very, I think it's uphill sledding for the Packers offensively. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, the, I think the benefit is if you look back at weeks one, two, and three, and you and I talked about this you know, at the end of September – the Packers faced, to begin the year, Chicago on the road, 
great defense. I know it's not a good team this year in Chicago, but that's still a very good defense, especially you know in week one, totally rested, totally healthy at home that Chicago was. Then you had Minnesota, very good defense. Then, for as much of a stinker as the Denver Broncos season has been, much like Chicago, it, keep in mind back then, Chubb, who's out now and is out for the year, he wasn't hurt. And you had a Von Miller, Bradley Chubb duo. I mean, it's, that's a, with Vic Fangio as your head coach, I mean, that was a pretty good defense. I know they haven't performed, but there's a lot of talent there. Um, you know, over the course then of, you know, you haven't seen quite, I don't think, at that level of defense over the past month and a half or so. But so this is a big challenge, but I don't think any of those defenses, not Chicago, not Minnesota, not Denver, probably even match up to, I think, what San Francisco can do, especially in their front seven group. Um, I know there's a question mark about D Ford, but, you know, uh, the edge rusher from, from San Francisco, uh, Kansas City Chiefs edge rusher from last year. But, you know, Bill, I think what's going to be so fascinating about this is, you know, this is, this is like the Matt LaFleur uh, sort of, I don't know, if testing ground game is, is like, what I mean by it, though, is uh, the defensive coordinator in San Francisco and Matt LaFleur, as LaFleur has made very clear this week, they go back a long ways. So they know each other, you know, as well as they know themselves. Also, let's not forget there's a LaFleur on staff in San Francisco. Um, let's not forget that uh, LaFleur comes from the Shanahan tree. Like, there's all of these parallels where I think the players – obviously are going to probably make the, the final difference in this game, but more so than any game this season, more so than any game Matt LaFleur has probably ever coached in his life, much less as an NFL head coach, this is a chess match between you know, a bunch of guys who know each other extremely well. And honestly, like among all of the great things to watch Sunday night, nothing has me more excited than watching the chess match between LaFleur and some of his best friends, slash his brother, Slash his mentor. I mean, it's it's a, it's a coaching dream match, really, to kind of see how these guys who know each other so extremely well end up kind of you know zigging when the other guy zags and vice versa. I think it's gonna be a fascinating watch. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. I I, I really believe that uh, it, it if Richard Sherman takes Devontae Adams, I want to watch the chess match as to where the ball goes. Now, I don't know if they're going to play that zone the way they used to play it with Legion of Boom and such in Seattle, but if they put Sherman, who seems to be one of their best corners, on Devontae Adams, then does it become the Geronimo Allison game, the Jimmy Graham game? Do they move it around? Do they do what kind of do what got them there? Or do we see the forcing of the football? You know what I mean? Right. Well, I would, I would think that you know Sherman, who for much of his career has just lived on one side of the field, It'll be interesting to see if you know how, how Devontae Adams and how Matt Lafleur handle that. If if Sherman does stay on one side, but then additionally, I mean, if you start calling this the Geronimo Allison game or the Jimmy Graham game, uh, I mean, I don't if you know, I don't think Packers fan feels very good about that. If you know, Geronimo becomes your go-to guy. Now, the counter to that is, does it then become once again the Aaron Jones game, which it was? I mean, this was during Devontae Adams' absence. This was the Aaron Jones show does it become that once again? Now, I know that there's some good cover linebackers and everything else and, uh, you know, nickel corners in San Francisco that can do a decent job on running backs out of the backfield. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things where if Adams is shut down or if they favor a safety to Devontae Adams' side, which, I mean, I'm not a defensive coordinator in the NFL, but if I looked at the Packers' weapons and I saw the drop-off between Devontae Adams and Geronimo or Devontae and MVS or, as much as I like Alan Lazard, the drop-off between Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, 
the drop-off between Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. I mean, I am shadowing the field, uh, you know, towards Devontae Adams 100 times out of 100. The only question then is, can Aaron Jones still be good enough to beat them? Do you know what I mean? And right. uh, for me, that's the offensive Packers matchup where it's like, you know, as the Packers proved with Devontae Adams being out for that month, they can win without him. It just has to then be an Aaron Jones game, and I think that ends up being the deciding factor if that was to happen. So uh, what if you're going to say this game's going to come down to one specific thing, what would it be? Wow. Um, you know, coming off the bye is, is usually an advantage. Um, the problem is, in terms of trying to predict this, is we don't have a track record on, on how the floor is after buys. What we do have a track record on is how they travel, especially to the West Coast. The last time, they didn't even – I mean, they might as well have not shown up. Uh, at, at the 30,000-person soccer stadium in Los Angeles. Um, so, honestly, for me, it comes down to which Packer team shows up. I, I Bill, I do think neutral field, the Packers are, are favored in this game. Um, I think they are a better, complete team. San Francisco's defense is definitely better, but Aaron Jones, and I'm going to ask you a question here in a second, but yeah. I think Aaron, Aaron Jones being the difference in this whole thing. Uh, so here's the question I'm going to phrase to you. Who has had, which Aaron has had a better season so far. More important season, Jones or Rodgers? Jones. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, without hesitation, Aaron Jones, because they've actually yeah. utilized him. I mean, and Aaron Jones, and Aaron Rodgers, look, who has had the more impressive season? It's hard to say in the sense, statistically speaking, to the eyeball test, as far as manufacturing yardage and points, it's been Aaron Jones. But you can say philosophically, going back and buying into and giving the chance to Aaron Jones was Aaron Rodgers along with Matt LaFleur. So, uh, you know, if you just take the productivity side of things, you say Aaron Jones. I mean, hands down. But if you take the, the, I'm the straw that stirs the drink, and so therefore I bought in, therefore everybody bought in, well, then you would say it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like if, if, if Rodgers was out, and let's say Brett Hundley, Deshaun Kaiser, Tim Boyle, you know, one of these type of guys is the quarterback. Is Aaron Jones still having the same season? No. I mean, of, of course not, right? Like, there's only so much a running back can do if, especially when they're sometimes catching double-digit passes out of the backfield in a game. I and mean, that's, that's largely because the quarterback is, is good enough to make that happen. But in terms of, like, the swing factor here, Rodgers has had a really good season. But Aaron Jones, and it kind of goes back to your original question, which made you think of it, you know, the deciding factor in this whole thing, I mean, Aaron Jones is, and I think I think great players can also be X factors. He's always going to be the X factor. You know, Devontae Adams, no matter I think who he's guarded by, he's going to get ten targets. I, I think that's a safe bet over under ten targets on a given week for Devontae Adams. He's going to have he's going to hit that ten or go over that ten. The swing, the X factor, call it what you want. The deciding reason why the Packers might win or lose this game or any other game against a good team is usually Aaron Jones. And I think if you want to talk about valuable in terms of swing factors and everything else, that's Aaron Jones four times out of five, you know, in, in mm-hmm. terms of how much he can swing a game. So for me, it's like, sure. I mean, Adams is going to have his, uh, you know, and everything else is going to Rodgers, you know, even if he has a good game. It's also, there's certain things that I think are expected. Um, but the, the swing factor, the determining factor in all this is, uh, you know, if MVP candidate, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, you're not saying Aaron Jones is leading the MVP race, but, you know, top 10, top 15 candidate Aaron Jones. Uh, if he has a game that, that changes the whole thing, then I think the Packers are, are a better team and should win. Um, you know, it's just whether or not they can go to the West Coast and not be sleepwalking through it like they did a few weeks ago in, in uh, Los Angeles. Paul, always good. Appreciate it, man. And we will chat again soon, okay? All right.
Right, talk to you later. There you go. That's Paul Emig, our Green Gold Analyst, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. Hey, a reminder, two things on Friday. One being on the program. Coming up on Friday, Tremont Williams of the Green Bay Packers is going to join us on the Bill Michael Show. The Lodge Kohler kickoff in person, if you want to come out and see that show, coming up at Lodge Kohler on Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Uh, we're going to have Aaron Jones, speaking of the MVP, of what uh, we would consider to be the most productive. That would be Aaron Jones live in a person coming up this Friday. That is the Lodge Kohler kickoff. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.